Welcome to the sermon podcast for Grace Episcopal Church in Newton, Massachusetts for Sunday, January 30th, 2022. I'm Regina Walton, pastor and rector. The text for the sermon today is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1 to 13. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be found acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. This is the third annual meeting Sunday since I've been at Grace where the appointed gospel for the day is about how Jesus preaches a sermon to his hometown congregation and what he says makes them try to throw him off a cliff. Uh, So once again, I will be primarily preaching on the epistle today. (laughs) This has been an amazing year to reflect upon this last year. At the annual meeting in a little while, we will watch a slideshow and see in vivid color how quite unlike past years this last year at Grace has been. We accomplished something this past year that for many years had seemed overwhelming and impossible. We accomplished this task through God's grace. We allowed ourselves to be instruments of God's grace and to be guided by the Holy Spirit as we work together. And the Holy Spirit guided us into some places that we've never been and into a number of new relationships for us. The Holy Spirit also revealed a number of truths to us about our own capacity to work together, about our own capacity to reach out into our neighborhood, about our own capacity to give to be generous far beyond what we had previously thought possible. It's been a wild ride in a wild and challenging year. I'm very mindful though that this project that we've been working on, the restoration of the Grace Bell Tower, is a very concrete project. It doesn't get more concrete than a 107 foot tall stone structure. Human beings like to focus on what is visible and concrete and tangible. It's easier for us. In a way, this is part of the theology of the incarnation, that God came to dwell with us in person in a way we could understand by entering into the material world. The challenge ahead for us at Grace is that the next stage of our life together, once this tower restoration ends and we are back in our beautiful sanctuary, this next stage is not going to be so concrete. There is plenty of renovation and restoration work to do, but it's not going to be in stone and mortar. It's not going to be as tangible, as concrete, as easily quantified and measurable. Soul work is different than stonework, and that's where we're headed next. In many ways, we've already arrived at this stage. And I think that this is one of the reasons why this uh, epistle, this 13th chapter of Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, is so powerful. It's one of the most memorable and beautiful chapters in the entire Bible. Paul is describing something invisible, and he evokes it so well. Love is invisible, and yet its presence and its absence 
is so obvious and palpable. Love is the special sauce of the spiritual life. Without it, you've got nothing. And with it, you have everything. Ironically, Paul is writing to a pretty fractious group of people who are struggling to love each other in Christian community. There's a lot of opinions in the church at Corinth, a lot of power plays being made, and they're struggling to get along. So Paul paints them a picture of what he feels is missing from their fellowship. It's clear from his description that love is not something airy-fairy. Love rolls up its sleeves. Love perseveres over the long haul. Love has a lot to put up with sometimes. One of the things that's been so heartening to me throughout these long uh, tower pandemic years at Grace is that the vestry and other leadership has always been really focused on life after the tower restoration, on what kind of church we want to be post-pandemic, on how we can have a greater impact in our community, on how we can grow and be more vibrant and live out our mission, vision, and values in a much more visible way. This is a shared desire across our congregation. And at its root, it's a desire about love. We want to love more deeply within our congregation and outside of its walls. And in this next year, that is the question that we're going to be working together to answer. Where is love calling us now? What is love calling us to bear, believe, hope, and endure? The challenge for us will be that this next phase of our life together and the next challenges that we will likely face are not going to be so concrete as they have been. This next year is going to be a lot less about stonework and a lot more about soul work. And praise God for that. I think our tower journey has helped us to be a more patient congregation. We were forced to accept timelines not of our choosing. We were forced to wait for others. We had to make decisions step by step, just making the next right choice without having a sure sense of where these steps would ultimately lead. These are all great skills for soul work. This is what Paul means when he says, now I know only in part. But we have to realize that not all the tools are the same. With soul work, there are no architect's drawings, no engineer's report to review. There is just the patient work of prayer and waiting on the Lord, listening to each other, having one conversation and then having another conversation until we get there together. When we head back into our sanctuary for worship, hopefully, God willing, later in the spring, we are going to be a different congregation than when we left it in March of 2020. The world has changed and we have changed. We've been on a pandemic pilgrimage. We are going to need all the tools and characteristics of love that Paul describes, forbearance, endurance, selfness, selflessness, hopefulness, faithfulness, not insisting on our own way or the way it's always been, rejoicing in the truth. Soul work is different than stonework. But you know, we've learned a lot from stonework. 
we are a more collaborative, patient, and generous congregation than we were a few short years ago. We are more open to the leading of the Holy Spirit. We are more loving. And love will lead us where we need to go next. In God's name, amen.